Sup? It's a one-man band, so get used to seeing my hand get off of that switcher the minute that this show starts. As always, let's start off with the quote. People who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones that actually do. Now, obviously there's people who feel like that, and then there's obviously people who make fun of that. I want to have conversations with the people who believe in that. I don't want to have conversations with people who don't, I want to say get it, because they probably do get it. They just don't care enough about the things that I care about. To me, I look at the education system, I look at technology, I look at entertainment, I almost said sports, but it's a form of entertainment. Um, entertainment, I look at a lot of different things in the world, and I ask myself, what keeps these people going? Well, like, like, how can a football player beat themselves down just to freaking like, like, and build their body up just to impress us fans? And some football players work their asses off just to never see playing time. That's something that I'll never understand. But really, it's pretty simple to get. It's like, I'll never understand. Like, okay, no, I guess I do understand. But the issue is that I don't see myself being able to put myself through that type of discipline every single day. And then it it reminds me that like we all have our own form of determination. But there's another word that starts with D. It's just stuck at the top of my tip of my tongue right now. Dedication. Hard work plus patience. Somewhere the summary of my sacrifice. Nipsey Hussle, Kendrick Lamar, good song. But at the end of the day, um, a lot of these successful people, successful creators, successful human beings, success, 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 try to say that shit three times in a row. Success, 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 success. What do these people have in common? Determination, dedication, relentlessness, patience, and patience. Like, you know, there's a balance between those two because sometimes you got to jump on things before other people get a chance to. Um... But there's one thing that a lot of these people have in common. They're extremely fucking competitive. Gamers are like, you know, we all know how that goes. I think that there's a lot of room for um, error when you're too competitive, though. Think about like Apple and Windows. They probably weren't the most competitive, but like there's only there was at this point for computers, there's there's Windows or there's Apple and Google found a way to get in there, too. Um, But we all know it's out of Apple and Google. Google's I mean, sorry, Apple and Windows. Google serves their purpose, but it's Apple and Windows. So they these two brands compete, 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 compete as time goes on. I don't get why they still do. But at the end of the day, like, there's no real running from it. You want to make sure that you make the most money possible. Um, in football, you want to make sure that you get the most points as possible. Basketball, get more points than the other team. Humans are fucking competitive. And that is something that some people run from. I'm one of those people who used to run from competition because it's like, bro, this isn't a race. Like, success isn't a race for a lot of people. Um... But it just so happens that competition kind of like just enters the chat, I guess. When you're trying to chase your dreams, chase a vision that you have for yourself, chase a goal, 
Some people want that same thing and will knock you off your hustle just to get that. A part of me would love to say, like, oh, just don't be competitive. But another part of me is like, no, fuck that. Go be competitive. Actually, hang around people who who challenge you to be a better person. And that doesn't mean go out there and, you know, meet a fucking priest or something like that. And, like, you know, like, meet somebody who's going to push you where you need to be pushed. Iron sharpens iron. And you need to hang around people who bleed the same shit that you bleed, but come with a different perspective so that their logic and their experiences through life can help you make a better decision or a stronger decision. In fact, I think that's how the world... Ooh, sorry. I think that's just how the world is, where there's a bunch of human beings and they group up, whether they're black or well, shit. It used to be a race thing where it was all split up by ethnicity, but... At this point, it's all diverse and it all relies on our mindsets, what we like to do as people, who we like to hang around, what we like to talk about, what we like to do with our time. Time is endless and we found a way to categorize it into seven days, 24 hour format. You know, it's just to me, I think the biggest thing about life is that you got to hang yourself around. You got to hang yourself. (laughs) That was not intended. Um... You got to hang around people who inspire you to keep pushing yourself and go harder. And um, at least that's what I believe in. Because then if you're hanging around people who just want to do the same shit every single day, um, it's going to like, you know, you're never going to feel the need to have to like, you know, better yourself. But like I said, it like really comes down to the person. Because it's like you could want this for yourself and want something completely different for yourself a year later. Um but at the end of the day, whatever it is that you do want, hang around people who want close to the same thing. It may not be the same type of job, but like they want close to the same thing. Honestly, today it just kind of I feel a little bit, little bit, little bit stuck. Usually I'm like amped up and I'm like, oh yeah, let's get this fucking show going. But I I couldn't get a guest on today because I felt like I got flaked on. Um, when I had a pool, I have, when I look at my phone, I realize that there's a pool of people in there that I can ask just to come in here and shed some light on the things that they enjoy. But, um, I like to like, you know, I don't know. I, I honestly, I was listening to, I was listening to 10 X today, which a lot of people who I used to hang out with would like laugh at that and be like, Oh, they got you. Yeah. They did get me. But at the same time, it quickly sh- it quickly made me like, oh, like, it, like, think about applying alcohol to an uh, open wound. It stings. It helps. It's helping because you're learning because it's like it's 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 a part of the healing process. But it still stings, even if it's cleaning out the back the dirty bacteria. Um. So it like it's it's literally just like that. Like, certain things were touching on me, and I'm like, ah, damn, I don't like that. Why don't I like that? Well, the reason I don't like that is because. The thing he's talking about is exactly what I'm doing, and, and I need to snap out of it. So it's a tough pill to swallow a majority of the time. Grant Cardone, a lot of people don't like him because, honest to God, I think it's his persona, like the person that he is and like how he presents himself. He doesn't cut a lot of slack. Um, like a, I like to think of that like a military mindset, an army mindset. I don't know a lot about the branches in the military. All I know is that there's extreme discipline there. And <laughs> try to complain to one of them about your problems. They're going to make your problems look very small. That is what I know the military for, just based off the experiences that I've had with people who've been in it. 
And what it all comes back to in the military is discipline. There's even competition there. These people are trying to save our country. But, like, think about it. There's there's so much competition in the world that we literally go to war. Humans go to war with each other over simple disagreements. Like, like to me, it's like, why does it matter what we're doing? Just do you and leave us the fuck alone. If it were up to me, that's how it would be. But, unfortunately, there's people in the, in the world who don't think that way and want to take control of a lot of things. So, if you're standing in their way, we're going to start a war. It just shows me that, like in the business world, in, the, in politics, there's 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 like-minded people who don't get along with each other, arguing about shit with like factual information. So they're both kind of right, but it's like, what war are we really trying to fight here? Are we trying to are we trying to help better the world, or are we trying to make it worse by like like, I don't know. I guess I'm just a fighter. I'm a, I'm a lover, not a fighter, man. So I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, don't do that. That's bad. Like I, that's that, that really is the mentality. But at the same time, it comes down to like like-minded individuals disagreeing with other like in, like-minded individuals. And that's all it ever really has been. And I think that's all it's really ever going to be. Competition is here to stay. But I guess it's up to you on how do you react with it or interact with it are you picking your battles or are you in so many that you just stay on your you just stay on your toes 24 7 i don't know but um competition and discipline are two concepts that have been in my head after listening to that 10x book for a little bit competition and um discipline i talked about discipline a lot in my last episode because i think that it's really important to understand um we cut ourselves a lot of slack every single day and our phone tells us that when it tells us how long we've been on our phone that entire week if it goes up by a certain percentage that's how much you like to me that's like the equivalent of saying this is you 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 weren't disciplining yourself that much if it goes down dramatically well you 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 cut out social media and you cut out time on your phone so that you could focus on the real world and then that's where my problem, I think, comes in is that um, a lot of us get really sucked into this social media shit. And it just doesn't distort our reality. It just makes us forget about our lives a lot quicker. It makes us forget about the stress. It makes us forget. It's like a, it's, it's another drug. It literally makes us forget. People who create phones and shit like that, they create them to be more addictive. When people create marijuana, like when people make weed and alcohol, they create them to be as strong as possible. Here's the thing. And then com- competition enters the chat. And it's like, well, you made your alcohol 15%. We made our 17.5. And our margins went up incredibly. We are profiting like a motherfucker. Numbers went up. After we did that, just saying, you guys got to, you know, I'm just saying, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but our numbers went up and your guys' didn't. So now this company is going to say, or company B is going to say, oh, really? Well, guess what? We just sold our alcohol, our 22% alcohol at a cheaper price than your 17.50 alcohol. And now what we're doing is selling high, higher concentrated alcohol at a cheaper price, meaning it's cheaper to get more fucked up. Um, it's, e- it's, it's even easier to get more addicted to your phone. It's even easier to watch porn. It's even easier... To do these things called vices, to get stuck in these vices, that's that's life. 
it's so much easier to get stuck in the vices and the re and the root for that is competition within the business place competition within a lot of things it creates this this level of passion in people that makes them want to work so hard that the other ones just give up eventually and that shit's crazy to me because now this is where we as humans have to rely on our discipline well are we gonna let these people fucking convince us with their marketing tactics and their advertising tactics to buy the to buy as much alcohol as we can as we can consume um like no one's putting a gun to our head and telling us to do it but god damn it those ads sometimes they don't even feel like ads and i'm not talking about youtube ads that we hate or tv ads that we hate i'm talking about the movie ads when you go in and watch a movie and there's a course light commercial like <laughs> to me those are the those are like those the ones that feel like they're not ads are scary as hell because now they're really getting you to purchase this product but at the same time um like at what cost like we're creating more addiction, we're creating more negative vices, we're creating more of a negative thing in the world just to make a quick buck. To me, that's like um, pretty fucked up, but then you think about it and that's just the reality that we live in. And then, like I said, it's up to us at that point. What are we going to do? Are we going to are we going to refrain from these things or are we going to like fall victim to these things? And if you fall victim to these things, that's because you didn't put yourself you didn't give yourself the chance to avoid the uh, avoid the consequences that may be arising i guess i don't know i just think that it's businesses make it really easy for consumers to become addicted to the things that they want to sell them i uh, if there's anything i want you, i want the people that i'm talking to to get addicted to it's like you know real shit whether it's funny or whether it's not funny I just want people to get addicted to like, you know, this, this certain thing called learning, something that I struggled with a lot at a young age. Um, I always go in on that, but I think that there's something there because at a young age, I'll say like six, seven or eight, nine, ten, I was excelling. It was easy, like doing my schoolwork, staying up top, I mean, staying on top of my shit with my classmates was easy and fun. But then after a while, something happened and it just didn't become that easy and fun anymore. It was like your focus on you want to go to school and you want to pass that test. You're like, oh, I studied for this one. And then the next year, you're like, I'm not studying for this shit. Like, what the fuck happened? I guess I grew up. I guess I got distracted. Something happened along the way for me to not care much that much about my education. And I can't, I still can't really put a point on it. I think that, that that'll be addressed in therapy. But at the same time, I think that the most important thing that I'm learning from it all is that I didn't really care anymore. So um, at the age of like 11, that's when my classes started fucking. I had like straight Fs after that. I moved from Lake LA to Lancaster, and my grades plummeted. But I mean plummeted. I had the worst grades I've ever seen in my life. But reminder, I had just moved, so it was a, ch it was a chance for me to adapt, and I was adapting in, a, in the wrong way almost. And then I got placed in seventh grade, almost got held back. But I guess because there were too many sixth graders coming in, they said, nah, put them in seventh grade. Like, when I think about me graduating high school, I think about somebody entering the entering a sliding a, a closing garage door and sliding right under it. And their fucking hat comes off during the process because he, they barely made it. Um, To me, that's what life is. When it comes down to like me, like I, I barely made it in. And you think about that sperm cell scenario situation, like, well, 
there's this many things that Gary Vee think. Um, there's this many sperm in your dad's ball sack, and you just happen to swim out of it. You are a miracle. And it's like, yeah, absolutely. But um, same time, though, like, same thing could be said about anybody who's currently living. There's a bunch of fucking sperm in people's nutsacks, and you're eventually going to get brought out of them. At the same time, it's about, like, how you're how you grow up and how you're raised. Uh, I guess one thing that I, I don't know, I just learning was something that I never really was good at after a while. Eighth grade came, I got my shit together a little bit, but it was much easier to bullshit by that point. But then high school came and really knocked me off my feet because now all I wanted was the bad bitches. All I wanted to do was be cool because there were so many people to impress. All I wanted to do was impress them. And I don't think I did a good job at doing that because I was trying so hard to impress them. But, like, it's funny because the people who try hard to impress end up looking like a fool. And the ones who, like, stick to their hustle and stick to their grind are the ones who end up impressing a lot of fucking people. And to me, it's obvious now. But back then, it wasn't that obvious. Like, when you're watching somebody play basketball in an actual basketball game... And they drop 50 points. You think that they just so happened to drop 50 points today? No, they've been putting in work and they finally got hot. They're not going to average 50 points a game every single game, but they got hot. That was like a big game for them. But they had to earn that. They had to work for that. They had to build skill set. They had to countless hours of work just to get that 50-point game one time in high school, college, or, or even in the NBA. You know, there's some players who only have one 50-point game or not even a 50-point game. It's insane to think about sometimes. Like, when I think of the NBA, I look at it and I'm like, bro, a pool of people who want to go to the league and only, like, 10% make it. Like, there's not, like, it's insane how many of those people have to get day jobs after college and stuff. They were, like, the top recruit in high school and now they kind of fell off and... Who knows why? Sometimes life just happens the way it does. But it's just crazy to see sometimes. Um, at the end of the day, though, my main... I don't really think I have a main point today. Today was just kind of like a, I'm feeling... It's its a little bit of a downer. Um, I can't feel like... I can't like... I don't know. I just, for some reason, I feel... I want to say lazy, but I feel like it, there's a fucking uh, a ten pole weight attached to my ankles, and I'm dragging that bitch around, and I can't explain what that is fully. Um, yeah, no, it's a it's a weird fucking thing. I, I want to say it's depression. I want to say it's health health thing, um, but you can control. Like, if, if I sit there and, if like, this entire podcast, I'm like, what is my problem? What the fuck is my problem? Then you guys aren't going to have any good content to listen to, and you're going to tune me the fuck out. Because I'm sitting here tuning myself the fuck out. But in reality, if I tell myself, like, you know what? Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit down today, but how can I get out of that in the middle of a show? Because <laughs> that's really all I can do at this point. I don't have much time to sit here and wait till later until I'm out of this funk to make the show. No, I got to make the show even if I'm not feeling at my best right now. And I think this comes back to my healthy, my like my my eating habits. Um, oh, cool, great. The fucking pixelation is going crazy again. Uh-huh, that's fucking dope. It's shit like that that makes me just want to punch my phone, my computer. But, you know, I guess you get used to it after a while. It's, it's, it's really hard to see. 
It's really hard to see. Like, there's a fucking concert of pixelation happening in the back of my fucking head right now, and I can't stand it. Whatever. You know what? I know what to do. I'm about to fucking destroy it. The fuck away. I don't know what this color checker does, but I think I've come down to the conclusion. My camera uses auto white balance, and any time that the, like the color temperature changes on the camera, it causes my camera and my computer to work harder than it has to, causing the pixelation. I've been thinking about this for like eight weeks now. That is my fucking theory. I can't prove it, but I just pulled up this fucking slate with a color on it, and that pixelation went away. It has to be the white balance. And now that shit's back. Oh, my God. I just don't fucking get it. It's... Somebody who knows live streaming, if you're listening to this, it's probably going to be way too fucking late. For I'm probably going to have the cure for it. But I can just imagine that person who knows how to fix this same shit is just like laughing like, haha, I remember when that happened to me. Yeah. Can you make a fucking YouTube video about it, please? Because goddamn, oh, I don't even know what to call this issue. Like, how do you explain this issue to YouTube and ask them to be like, yo, can you fix this? That's not, that's how you know you're like in your own little bubble, your own little fucking world is when you can't look up your solutions. You know, when you look up what's two plus two, it'll say fucking four. And shit, you'll have a bunch of fucking softwares and websites out there that are going to tell you how to subtract, how to add two to two. They will tell you so many different variations on how to make that same four come out of those two digits. Like, when there's an easy solution, there's an easy answer. When there's an easy problem, there's an easy solution. This shit, it ain't, it ain't no fucking solution for this. It ain't, no, well, there's a solution. I'm sorry. It ain't as easy as just typing it in the internet and finding it. That's when you know you're going from beginner to intermediate. Intermediate. It's it's a fucked up feeling, but god damn it, the day I defeat it is the day I claim my victory. I just can't claim my victory on during a fucking stream, <laughs> so I have to wait a little bit, and I'm gonna just hold this color checker up, bro. It's crazy. I literally put the. It's like this. It's. I'm. Do I have to hold the color checker up the entire fucking game? This isn't even a color checker. Do I have to hold the slate up the whole goddamn show? Like it's not even taking away my focus, bro. That's the sad part. It's not even taking away my focus. They're sitting here listening to me talk about how bad my stream setup is. It's not even a bad stream setup. I just don't know how to utilize it properly. Uh, having a lot of tools and not knowing how to use them to the best to their to the best of their abilities is a fucked up thing sometimes. But then I ask myself, like, well, I asked for this, so it's like I gotta figure out a solution eventually. Twelve podcasts in and I still haven't found a fucking solution for it. Um, what can I turn that into though? Cause the real, the reality is my stream isn't coming out the way I want it to come out. That's all that is. That's really what the reality of that is. Why? Well, I've tried this. I've tried that. I've tried this. I've tried that. I've tried so many things, but really the thing that I haven't tried was to call, like you can't even see that's the thing you want to be like, well, we'll try this and try that. I can't call ATEM because they're going to blame my computer. I can't call Apple because they're going to blame ATEM. And I can't blame either. I can't blame Sony because they're going to blame both of these two. It is a cycle that is hard to break out of when at the end of the day, I just need better processing power, meaning I need to buy a new computer and I can't afford a new computer right now. So we're not even going to look in that freaking direction. Um, although there is that eGPU that Blackmagic does make. So if that can take away the power of the the hardware, if that could take away a lot of the processing power, because at the end of the day, it's just a fucking graphics card in a 
in a cool shell. It's 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 insane how that works, right? Um, which like you can now is like you could just plug a Type C cord into it and you're good to go. Um, but I remember when I seen it, people were trying to utilize it for gaming, and then that got the big old hand to the slap. I mean, face to the slap, like what the fuck people would actually use a mac to play video games on why well, it's because you want to feel cool i'm sorry but we all know that mac isn't is and when it comes down to like the hardware shit don't game on a fucking mac macs are for people who want to create shit and if you game on there and you make it happen that's because you bought a mac initially and you, you had to stick with it just saying i'm just saying if you're gaming, you better stay on fucking Windows. Um, but then it kind of gets me back into like, like think about it. This is how this is like the like-minded people. There's Windows users who like to play video games, and then there's Apple users who like to create shit like graphic design, artwork, and NFTs, and editing and stuff like that. Which you can do all that on a Windows computer. But you can also do all that on a Mac, but you can't game on a Mac. So now it's like, well, what? why can't we game on a Mac? Well, because Windows doesn't really sell the computer. Like, what if Mac OS sold their operating system to people who wanted a Windows machine? Which, there really is no Windows machine, because Windows doesn't sell the machine. They sell the software that runs on the machine. And that has been the way since 1985, when they released Windows. Windows. Um... And I think that that's how they won the fucking race. Think about it. They literally said, they'll make the machine for us. Like the big, the big argument between Wozniak and Apple in the movie, we'll just talk, we're just speaking from the reference of the movie. Um, just act like we've never read the book or anything. Um, but their big debate was that um, Steve Jobs wanted it to be closed off. Nobody could touch with it. When you buy the computer, you buy the computer. And that's how a lot of the technology that we buy works today. I have my PreSonus interface. I'd have to take it apart in order to fix anything or add any adjustments to it. But because I don't know anything about the hardware, I'm not going to do that. Same thing with my switcher. Same thing with my TV. When they sell it to you, they sell you this. Windows is like, yeah, you go buy your PC from wherever the fuck and download Windows and we got you. All you're really doing is paying for Windows. Um, and like I said, I think that's how they fucking won. They didn't make it difficult for us. Like, they made it a lot easier for us to do whatever we wanted. So now Apple had to find a way to combat with that. And they just said, we're going to sell our own operating system and our own computer. And at this point, I'm like, damn, bro. I probably sound like every single tech geek who, like, got this far in with Apple. And I was like, why didn't they just sell their own? Like, why don't they just sell their operating system? Well, then they probably have to make a few changes. I, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can still get it. But, like... I don't know. I just feel like if I was running Mac OS on a fucking Windows machine or on, on a fucking beast that I built now, I don't have to buy the new Mac Pro. So I see exactly why they do that. They're losing money by doing that. Because then they're doing exactly what Windows does and Windows does it so good and they've been doing it for so long that it kind of doesn't even make sense to even take that approach anymore because they had their chance. They just didn't take it. And now they have to deal with these repercussions so they turned a negative into a positive. They said, well, we can't, we, we don't want to do that because we're greedy. We're a little bit more greedier than Windows is. We want them to buy our shit full and full because now we can sell them accessories. And now we can really sell this as like a Louis Vuitton, a Gucci. These people literally are like the high class fashion of 
the computer shit. And I'm all for it because I love the design of the Mac. I love the operating system. I am definitely an Apple guy, but I am no dummy because if I'm going to choose my computer based off of financial reasons, I'm going to go with the Windows computer simply because I can build it myself, put in whatever specs I want. And then if, you know, I want to upgrade my RAM, I just got to make sure that I buy the proper motherboard. But here's the thing. As long as you got the same specs, you can just get a new motherboard that supports more ports. It's like it's that you have more control of your future with a Windows PC that you build as opposed to buying a Mac. You have to just take what they give you. So that's why I'm like, if you're going to choose out of the two, go with Windows because you don't have to worry about it down the line. You don't get stuck with one purchasing decision your whole life. I bought a MacBook and now I have to sell it in order to get a new one and it's not going to be as it's not going to be as worth it. So like honestly, when buying anything tech, the only the only reason I would say buy the new Mac the new Mac products is cuz they have the M1 chip in it. But wait until next year and see how much stronger that M1 chip is compared to this one. And if the only difference is like the fucking retina display and shit, then bro, they're going to keep improving on these things obviously. But at the end of the day, if it's not making my computer run faster and I don't have like it's not expandable, it's not the word. The best word to use right now is scalable. If my if my PC isn't scalable, like my MacBook is not scalable. I can't go in here. I can't let a 3D renderer somebody who does 3D rendering. I can't let them use my MacBook because the shit's going to turn all all wonky for them. To me, that is scalable to me being able to just lend this to somebody for a week, let them do their thing. Get it back and then use their projects later on. I don't know. I guess like to me, if if it, like if anyone has their own shit and all that, I get it. But like Windows, building your own computer, it, it it gives you an opportunity to grow with that computer. And then all you're really doing is saying, okay, I don't like this motherboard. I'm gonna get a new one. You can't just say I I, I don't like this MacBook and get a brand new one because the MacBook or the Mac computer, whatever you buy is so expensive, it kind of convinces you just to keep what you already have and make it work. You know, buy accessories that make it run smoother or something like that, you know? And I think that in 2019, 2018, all the way to 2020, that design in general was one big budget. Like, they took away all the fucking ports and made us buy our own adapters. To me, financially, that pisses me off because I'm like, bro, why didn't you just sell me my own fuck? Why didn't you just put the ports in there? Because now they're selling the ones with the ports, making it really tempting for me to say, I'm getting the new MacBook. I'm getting the new Mac- I'm getting the new MacBook, bro. What the fuck? And really, I'm just looking for a PC. This is a reliable laptop, but I just need a reliable PC at the end of the day with a lot of ports that I don't have to buy adapters for. Of course, you'll always have to maybe buy a certain adapter for certain things, but... It's just crazy how, like, you'll always need I.O. ports for anything in this fucking technological world, man. Technology has grown so much that it's, like, we naturally adapted to it at this point. It's kind of like COVID. Like, we literally just, yeah, yep, people are dying and shit, but keep your mask on. You'll, you'll live, get the vaccine. You might be able to, like, you know, avoid the sickness and shit like that, but really people are still getting sick with it, but... However you feel about that is however you feel about that. All I know is that if you're going to think about, I'm going to always talk about this. If you're going to buy Windows, think about it from the perspective of somebody who um, bought a MacBook 
that could have been uh, Windows money. And the only reason I bought that MacBook is because it's way more portable than my, than a PC would have been. And I use a PC at work that's a pretty solid beast. Um, honest to God, like I look for a lot of files throughout the day. Their file finding process is just a lot more simplified than Apple's, which is strange to me. Because if I go in Finder, I don't know. It's just not obvious to me. The fact that there's no uh, Pathfinder search bar, there's no, um, I mean, I guess it's cool to have a shortcut, but like you can't just copy and paste a file path into your computer and it automatically finds it. You'd have to do that through the regular search bar. But like if you want to do searches in your file, in your finder, you have to like hope to God you know the file name. With a Windows computer, you could like look for, I don't know. I don't know. I can't really prove that theory. I look for files a lot at home at work. I look for files a lot at home. It's way easier to do it at work on a Windows computer. But um, I guess I'll get into a little bit of the coding stuff now. Um, Apple, Steve Jobs was um, he was doing his presentation at MIT, and one of the things that he said was that a lot of the smartest coders that I know. This is like a sales pitch to any fucking college student that he wanted to hire at the time. Um, the ones that I, uh, the smartest people that I know are the ones who code they don't code like a certain project no they make objects and tools that other coders can use to help their code to help them code a lot quicker or make it more efficient more effective stronger whatever there's a lot of different reasons for it but they create the objects and the tools for other coders to use so like kind of like how google isn't a it's a search engine it helps you find shit but you can Google Amazon and buy other things off of Amazon. Google helps you get to Amazon a lot quicker, but you could also download the app. Don't know really what the point was right there. Fuck, damn, that's the most annoying thing about a podcast, man. About doing a podcast solo, you just got to fucking raw dog the bitch. Ah. I don't know, man. I think that the most important thing about I really wish I could hit a replay button in my fucking brain sometimes and just, what was I trying to say? But at the end of the day, the main point there was, um, Google is a search engine. Coders make other coders' lives easier. And Google made our life easier by giving us a search engine to find information and then like Focusing on how we find that information making sure that the information that we're getting is actually relevant to what we're searching up Making the search engine one of the biggest tools in the world So instead of just becoming, you know another computer company like Windows or Apple They just decided to stick with the software that Windows and Apple gave them and create a tool Within it and then you know, you can use this tool to find Amazon. You can use this tool to find Facebook they created objects and tools based off of the tools that were created for them. You know what I mean? So it's like the so a lot of the inventions that get created through software, through hardware, um, aren't really because of the fact that they're the first to do it. It's more of the fact that they're like, you know, one of the actually the last to do it. They just attacked this one thing. We want to be a search engine. We don't want to be a website. We want to be a search engine. Um, I don't know. I guess the YouTube wanted to be a dating app, a dating site originally. They tried to they tried to go the the 
fucking they tried to do what everybody else was doing the myspaces the twitters the tumblers all they were trying to do that and then they had to just stick to making videos on youtube because at the end of the day youtube videos are just little tiny time capsules of this person's perspective on this on this current event that's taking place and they're literally time capsules for the technological eye to capture which is a camera you get this camera you point it in this direction and other people want to see what that direction looks like. And it could be like, imagine if we had YouTube back in 1950, man. A lot of the bullshit that they was doing back then would have been way more exposed. And way, like, there's so much shit that they were able to hide back then. So imagine if YouTube stuck to being a dating site. You know what I mean? We, we, are, we are losing the time capsule. To me, that's what's important. Why is Twitter so big? You get what's in here. You type it to the world, and other people may or may not agree with that. They're not offering us much other than the ability to think freely. Like, when we break these things down, yeah, sure, Twitter is good at a lot of things. The home button's dope. The animations, when you slide over from the messages to the fucking homes thing, is, is dope. When you refresh the feed, that's a dope little thing. Sometimes when you use the hashtag PS5, the like button turns into a fucking PS5 controller. You know, it's like there's so, there's so many dope things that Twitter can do, but there's a similar thing. There's, they are good at giving us the ability to think and speak freely. Facebook, kind of the same thing, but like they kind of like give you the time capsule. They're, they're a little bit of everything. And Instagram is like a condensed version of YouTube and TikTok is just... I... I you know, I never really understood why TikTok ever really worked. Like, what is it that TikTok does to keep people on it every single day? They make one-minute videos. A lot of the shit is shaking ass and, like, you know, horny shit. A lot of it's funny and comedic. Um, a lot of it's, like, there's so many different things on TikTok. That it, like I don't know. I guess it just gives the the it, it, it gives the power to the creator. I guess maybe that's its thing. But like I said, YouTube's a time capsule. Twitter gives you the ability to think freely from wherever you're at, as long as you got an internet connection, and that tweet can get sent through. Snapchat privacy. You don't want people to see this forever, and if they do see it forever, at least you'll know when you'll get notified when they record this shit. Um. You know these applications are beyond are are good at are good at things that humans kind of like. You know, so like t if if I'm getting a lot of views on TikTok, that makes me feel a little bit more validated. Now I want to talk about this certain thing a lot more than I was the other day. Um, having an editor is really important. Oh my god, I'll never let that go. But um, they all offer like these these applications all offer something, and they all have huge ass teams that help them align with that same vision that that company has. Apple wanted to sell to com to creators. Apple wanted to sell to the people who wanted to change the fucking world. And I think that they've, any time, I want you to look up some of your favorite rappers or some of your favorite producers cooking up a beat in the studio or in their home studio. Million Dollar says you're going to see an MIDI keyboard, a MIDI keyboard, uh, maybe a beat machine, either or, or both, and a fucking Mac. Why? Because it feels like they are catering to us. That's just my opinion on it. I genuinely think that Apple did a great job at marketing to these people, 
And anytime I've looked up a fucking video of people doing anything music related, there is always a fucking Mac. I've never really seen somebody on a Windows computer cooking up a beat. And if they were, it's because Windows is a lot more cheaper. I don't know. Maybe Apple just gives people validation or something like that. But a lot of these creators utilize Mac. And it's like a hard fact to deny. I'm telling you, look up your favorite. We're just doing this shit right now. We're going to go on YouTube. We are going to look up. I'm going to use Russ. Cooking up beats. Russ. Beats. Studio. No, 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 no. Studio. I'm going to put Russ makes a beat. That is a... Sir, that is a fucking MacBook. That right there is a MacBook. Um, let's look up Drake. No, 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 no. Shabib. 40. 40. Making a beat. This motherfucker better pop up. Okay, he has a Windows machine. Right? No, he has Windows. No. Oh, who the fuck is this? I'm mad that he popped up, but look, he's a producer. Let's see what he has. He has a Windows back there, I think. I can tell simply by the desktop. But this was in 2014, so let's not utilize that. Bro, Pro, yeah. Shabib's going to flex fucking Pro Tools like there's no tomorrow. Um, Come on, give me some B-roll of the MacBook, please. Telling you, these niggas made the fucking Take Care album on a MacBook, bro. Like, think about that. <laughs> think about that. I can't prove it, but the Rust one was probably the best example to use. People use MacBooks a lot. The portability and the reliability and the ecosystem, you know, they it has a lot to offer. But when it comes down to the heavy shit, Windows, man. Their software just know that it's not even the fact that Windows makes machines. It's the fact that they make a software that you could build the machine for, you know, you. And that's a crazy thing. You are building a computer in 2002 that probably wasn't the biggest, most ideal thing to do. People were probably going to be like, you sure you want to do that? When really, at the end of the day, it's literally like putting a puzzle together. Sometimes it has instructions. Sometimes it doesn't. So, yeah, I think the biggest thing that I can can take away from here again is that creators like to use mac and people who need a heavy load are going to use windows and i don't think it should even be a debate people use both like you should probably be using both if you have an iphone it makes no sense to not have a computer to match up with that but if you have like a windows phone i get it but like i don't see people flexing their windows compatibility their windows phone compatibility with their windows computer because it's not as like friendly as mac and apple like these motherfuckers are like <laughs> sorry i just i'm gonna vent on that i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna like rant uh i want to say rant but that wasn't the word i'm gonna go in on that as much as i can because to me that's really what it is like you should be you're, you're probably gonna end up utilizing both the beauty about the Mac and the Mac and Apple stuff is that you could utilize your phone with it seamlessly. And think about it. We're making content a lot of the times, right? If you're doing anything, you're probably going to want to make content out of it. Or um, it might be for work or stuff like that. But you're sending files, whether they're video files, PDF files, doc files. 
save all that shit to your phone. You're simply airdropping it and you don't need an internet connection for airdropping. That's the beauty in it too. Like there's, I'm sorry, Mac, Mac just, Apple just does it right, man. And I'll never be able to get over that. I think 45 minutes is a good is 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 a good way to um wrap it up. I'm going to bring the beat back and let that play a little slowly. Um let's get that audio up there a little bit. That's probably solid. It's probably playing way louder than it needs to be. Um I'm going to go on a fucking list of like calendar dates of people I want on my show for the next week. I'm going to spend the entire week getting a guest list. Um the guest list has started already. I believe my next guest will be Joe Moroda, if I'm not mistaken. He is a videographer, director of photography, producer, editor, color grader, I mean, uh, colorist. When the man, when you think of production, you think of this guy. That's what I'll say now. So Daniel, the editor, was my first guest. Q was my second guest. And I believe Joe is going to be my third guest. I can't wait for the day I can ask you guys who do you feel like who do you feel like hearing today, and we're just gonna talk about whatever the fuck. Um, I am aware of the fact that I do need to do a better job at providing content that makes sense. So segments and stuff like that, I need to focus on those a lot more. Um, so I'm gonna spend the entire week also trying to like prepare for the show next week because if I bring Joe a bunch of nothing, he's gonna probably leave the podcast in like two minutes. So, you know, there's some people that you gotta cater to. Um, as always, thank you guys for staying tuned for the 12th episode of Iris. You will be seeing a guest on the next one. I know I said that last time, but things didn't work out this week. And I had to solo it again. So I appreciate those who actually listen and bear with me. And stay tuned for more. Watch out for them clips. And you will be seeing more blog posts down the line. Still need to get that logo created too. I'm out. <laughs>